answering your tough financial questions for the past 26 years. It's Allworth's Money Matters with co-hosts Scott Hansen and Pat McLean. Would you like an opinion on a financial matter you're dealing with? Whether it's about retirement, investments, taxes, or 401ks, Scott Hansen and Pat McLean would like to help you by answering your call. To join Allworth's Money Matters, call now at 833-99-WORTH. That's 833-99-WORTH. Welcome to Allworth's Money Matters. I'm Scott Hansen. I'm Pat McLean. Thanks for being part of our program. Uh, this is, what, the first week of of May, and uh, both myself and my co-host here, both financial advisors, spend our weekdays helping people like, I was going to say meeting with, I guess we're vir- <laughs> virtually meeting with people like yourself. Yes. And come on the weekends to be your financial advisors on the air. And the uh, the Zoom uh, phone appointments, uh, working, uh, self-isolating in my office at home. Um, how's it going for you, Scott? This is a strange, strange, strange world, isn't it? Yes, it's not. Um, it's funny because you see uh, times like this. Sometimes you get a little kind of a mirror into your own. <laughs> There's parts of me I don't really like, right? Like, right, yes. And what's, it's funny. I'm 53 years old, and I've learned, and we will talk about financial <laughs> matters. I've learned that I, I just do better around other people. I, I, I've learned that if I'm by myself too much, I'm isolated, I tend to get depressed, my mind does weird things. And so when I was a younger person, I tried to change that about myself. And I think now older you people, the older you get, the more you realize you're probably not going to change a whole lot, right? So, yeah, and then I'm like, I remember maybe it was about 10 years ago, I'm like, I just, this is how I'm wired, so I'm just going to make sure that I've got people in my life all the time. And it's just, that's what's so hard about this It's season. really, uh, but I got to tell you, my house looks great. Um, I've what? touched up paint. Uh, I've fixed everything. The yard looks great. Um, Mine looks... Really? The yard looks great because the gardener keeps coming. Um, well, I did. Anyway. And the house cleaner has not been there in seven weeks. And I hadn't cleaned a toilet in years, and I'm cleaning toilets every week. Um, there you go. Well, you used to when you were younger. I know. Some of it's yeah, good for yeah. me. Anyway, we hope you're doing well um, psychologically and physically. Um, that's the uh, the psychological burden for many. Uh, in fact, on my way to the studio today, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he's he lives in Berkeley, California, and he said, uh, I live across the street from a coffee shop. He said, there isn't a point in time where there isn't 20 people lined up in front of this coffee shop. All she said from morning till really? night, every minute they're open. He said it's like people like that's their social interaction. It's like a trip to the coffee shop is the community in which he lives. It's um, anyway. And unfortunately, a lot of businesses. I mean, the challenge for this economy, and we saw this last week. The stock market was oh. all over the board. Yeah, but but so look Up at five hundred down six hundred. I mean, look at the month April of April for huge. the the market. It's uh, it's. It's, it defies logic. It, it there is a absolute disconnect between the economy and uh, the equity markets. Absolute yes, disconnect. I mean, one would expect some de- decline in in stock prices when the economy takes a hit. Yeah, doesn't mean that things are worthless. Doesn't mean that that the companies aren't going to be profitable again. So cl- obviously, there's still a lot of value in these companies. Yes, most companies. But yeah, the 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 hit that what this is causing the hit to the small businesses in the United States and actually globally is it is um, it's it, it it's gonna it's going to be hard to for many of them to recover. So yeah, but we so we got a great program. We are going to take some calls. Well, we think we haven't done the program I yet. Think it's- that's true. We've got a great program scheduled. We're hoping to have a great program. So if you're, uh, if you'll please stay uh, listening till the end, you can judge for yourself whether it was a good program. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit about um, some super Airbnb hosts. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. My well. my uh, children. You know, one of the nice things about this is I have four children. Three of them are back uh, from college. Um, well, they're in college. It's interesting because you kind of get a glimpse of what their college life is like. Um, one of them, uh, goes into his room for seven to eight hours a day and he's on zoom meetings. He belongs to a 
couple clubs. They're all this Tom. Uh, this is Tom, and then my son Keegan, uh, who gets good grades, but um, he doesn't put in the seven to eight hours. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing when you were in college, you weren't. You were probably more like Keegan than you were like Tom. Oh, 100 <laughs> <Okay>. percent. <laughs> <laughs> and you learned well. I mean, I think part of your path, Pat, was you learned to surround yourself. You really learn what you need to learn, and then you surround yourself with a lot of bright people to help you. Yes, accomplish what? Well, yeah. just most people, I think. Do. Yeah. All right, let's uh, uh, let's take do some you calls want to take here. Some calls? Oh, let's take calls. Eight three three ninety nine worth. That's the contact number. Eight three three ninety nine worth. And we've got uh, upcoming. We have a. Um, we come into the studio about once every six weeks and just take phone calls without yes. doing the, the show. We take these phone calls where we actually record them and we take them. And so uh, if you receive our email, which I hope you do, you can sign up for it at allworth.com, allworthfinancial.com. Um, we've got one coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I was going to say, what is the date? I don't have a note with the date on it. Uh, in a couple of weeks. Isn't it on the calendar? It probably is, but... Um, I don't remember the date. But my point being is if you'd like to call the show now or wait till um, this, if you sign up for our email, allworthfinancial.com. Yeah. So let's start off. We're talking with Luke. Luke, you're with Allworth Money Matters. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? We're doing great. Thank you. I've been better, Luke. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> been a rather rough uh rough year for all of us i think i think yeah. you're right yes 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 how can we help you so to put it into simple terms i'm pretty young i'm around uh, i i've been out of college for a couple years now i have no debt what's uh whatsoever and i have around 45 about 45,000 in liquid cash and i'm not sure what to do with it I know the stock market is going up and down. I've already put about eleven into that, uh, eleven thousand into what? And I'm just into stock market. Yeah, what would what, you buy? Um, about four thousand went into a uh, a money a, a money. Uh, it was a, it was more of a mutual fund. Okay. Which I'm not. Which has not performed very well. I bought that over the course of a long time. Okay. But recently, I put about four and a half into individual stocks anything from disney to a chance on southwest etc okay how old are you about 26 and what do you do for a living i work at a tree service company in northern california and you graduated we from are, college yeah i went to uc davis got a managerial economics degree wow. and got two emphases with that uh, just on a side note, are you, are you guys doing much contract work with um, PG&E and uh, electric, the clearing of the electrical lines? Actually, yes. Uh, we are a subcontractor for a company called uh, ArborWorks, okay. um, which is a rather large uh, yes. tree service industry or, I mean, company within, uh, uh, well, just California. I, I, but I, 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 tr much. I trimmed trees as a young man. I was a climber and had my own little business for a couple of years, one of those little... Small really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there is he's, 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 my previous life. Luke, Luke, before we go any further, Liz, uh, I'm impressed uh, already uh, by you, right? Yeah. I, I mean, you're, you've saved all this money. You've got a college degree. You're out working in a trade, which, by the way, um, is uh, unbelievably profitable business. This tree trimming. Uh, well, with the utility clearings and all yeah, that, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's big business. It um, it gets really profitable once you get once you get into uh, some or residential and stuff like that. Utility gets a little bit more tough. Yeah, well, they're, they're the, the margins are the margin. It's more more competitive. But yeah. so I, th I think Luke yeah. probably understands the with his <laughs> masters from Davis. <laughs> And working in the tree trim business probably understands the economics better than you do at the tree trim. Yeah, uh, fair. So, what's your question for us? You've got this forty-five grand. You've invested some in the market, right? And um, so, currently, I have very few expenses. I happen to live with my aunt, um, so I pay for rent in terms of work around the house, and uh, every once in a while, I'll buy I'll buy some home improvement um, items and stuff like that, and help her out. Uh, so. As it stands right now, I have very few expenses. I have 10% of my income going into a Roth, uh, 
just to catch up because I was rather slow on getting on that. You are 26, uh, so by the way. <laughs> I was kind of slow. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a weird person, but here we are. Um, well, it's it's better this this weird than the kind of weird that you you called and said you have forty five grand in credit card debt, which wouldn't be unusual. Oh no, I feel so bad when I when I know people that just racked up the debt right out of marriage or right out of yeah. high school, and it's so sad. Well, yeah. you can so only live you can only live your journey, right? <laughs> uh, not theirs. So right. uh, here's the uh, well, let's ask him. Do you want to buy a house at some point in time? Or uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. The answer is yes. Uh, I hope. I hope to buy a house within three years. Okay. Uh, probably more towards the three to five, but three is would be nice. Uh, and what so other? So, to, what other? I mean, part of savings really comes down to is what do you want these dollars to do? So, if you said I I, I save money because I don't like spending it on anything, and I have no idea what I'm going to do with it, and I might die with millions and leave to charity because I can't figure out how to spend money. There are people like that. That would give. That would. That would. It yield to one sort of advice. Yeah. If you call and say, like you're saying now, I'd like to buy a home in about three years. That's a completely different type of investment thing. And then, so the question is, are there some other financial goals that you have? Um, financial goals. I do. I, I, well, one, I always want to make more money. Um, just from a, yeah, it, yeah. I'm, I'm probably, um, probably going to end up marrying this girl uh, who's, who's uh, in, still in college right now, but once she gets out, um, I don't nice. trust that her industry will make um, a particularly large sum of money. So I'll probably be the primary breadwinner. And if that's going to be the case, I want to make sure to manage my money in such a way that she can be the discretionary spender and all will be. By the, the way, uh, if it doesn't work out with her, I've got a 24-year-old. She's beautiful. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was thinking oh, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, we both we both have a college graduate uh, daughter. So. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. What a nice son-in-law. Um, isn't that strange Man, that, 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 that we're at that point her. in our life where we're actually shopping for our, our daughter's husband? We wish we could shop for him. I think they have some say in the matter. Well, he, how much do you have in your Roth? Um, it, that's a good question. I'm not 100% sure. I would have to double check. Okay. Okay. That. And what about you? Do you have a four hundred one k available through your employer? Um, support, no, no. They how don't many? How many employees do you have at the company or at the company? Um, a little less than um, a little less than fifty. Just ballpark it, or a, a little around a little less than fifty. Okay. 40, so depending. The, you should have a four hundred one k at your company, and by the way, uh, if you don't, uh, the state of California will mandate it uh, coming up here in the next year. Next year, and uh, is it next year? There's oh, okay. also there's some changes in the four hundred one k rules where it'll be a lot easier for employers to offer them beginning in two thousand twenty one. But anyway, so we're still in so, two thousand twenty. So here's what you want to do. You oh, wanna, I didn't know that. You have a, a f- yes. uh, if you have a company a savings plan like four hundred one k, you want to put the maximum in. You want to fund the Roth IRA to the maximum. If I were you, I would buy. All equities I in the Roth. In the Roth, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about the market gyrations or anything because you don't care no. what happens day to day. You just want to know what it's going to be when you're sixty or sixty-five years of age. Which, by the way, uh, you have a lot of runway in front of you. Uh, and the cash, I would actually put in a high yield. Uh, savings savings account. And I would go. What's the name of that website? Um, Bankrate.com. Bankrate.com. And here's why: if you for long-term financial security, first of all, your best, the way you're going to make money, Luke, and increase your net worth is not by picking stocks or, frankly, even investing in the stock market. It's going to be through your career, right? So the better you can, the more value you can add at the marketplace, that's going to have a direct correlation to your, your wealth. And then, uh, which you, it sounds like you've already been on that track and you will continue on that track. Uh, and then really, home ownership is a bedrock for solid financial planning. It just really is because you find people get later in life. Those right now that are 60 years old, and their home's paid off. They don't worry about the same thing that someone that's renting an apartment that's or correct. a house. That's correct. Right. right. So we love the concept of home ownership, even though it's got its own issues. I just think from a financial standpoint, we've seen thousands of people. And so, okay. So Luke, if you were but, Scott's son-in-law, uh, but I would clearly say there's no, there's no sense taking risk with that, with your cash savings, if we're going to be using it to 
buy a house in the next And it years. might not be three years. It actually may be a year or two years because you may see home prices actually uh, come down here in the next six to nine months. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Would, would it surprise you if homes dropped no, 10 to 15% or 20%? No, I expect, I expect there to be a, a surplus of... Uh, a surplus of homes in the market. Right. So then, the, we, so if you have the, if you've got some cash set aside, so here's what the challenge would be. Let's say you say uh, stock prices are down, the market's down again today. I'm going to go buy these stocks. The next thing you know, most of your cash is invested, whether it's an S and P 500 fund or individual securities. And then it's two years down the road, the economy's, the governor's still telling you you can't do this and that. The economy's still uh, in a, the doldrums, and you're thinking, oh man, there's this great house that's just come on the market. I can get it for a phenomenal price. And you go to get your forty-five grand, and your forty-five grand's worth thirty-five grand. So it because the, you invest your time, for the, time, your time horizon's not long yeah. enough. So if you go to Bankrate.com, you'll see some of the highest yielding savings accounts, FDIC insured. That's where you want to put the bulk of the money. Currently, the bulk of the money, around forty-ish of it, is in. Um, forty of it is already in um, high high yield savings in uh, Ally. Yeah, perfect. Oh, perfect, perfect. I, I, so you're doing I, the right thing. I, I use the same bank. You're doing the right thing. Uh, you, you're a hundred percent. You wasted your time calling our show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to think it's a waste of time. He's joking. It's different perspectives. He's joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I Luke appreciate the call. Oh, listen, and keep up the great right, work. You, uh, you yeah. should be. Your parents should be proud. You of know, it's you. funny. It's this, this. This generation gets a lot of flack, but right, it's a bunch of slackers. They're not. That. Maybe they're uh, the ones that work with us aren't. That's right. We got a lot of great a lot ones. Of twenty. We have a, uh, a lot of people in their twenties. Yeah, a lot of people in their twenties. I could think of a couple that aren't. Uh, <laughs> I'm Do you want to? You want to actually say their name on the radio? Let's, yeah. let's, of, let's get the. Give me a list of all the people uh, between the ages of twenty and thirty, and I'm going to go through it right here on the air. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you want to be part of, how many people do you all, think that work uh, at the company that are between twenty I don't know. and thirty? Well, if you'd like to be part of. By the way, we've got a lot of very experienced certified financial planners here, so it's not like... <laughs> we have a lot of people in their 40s to 60s. Yeah, 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 as well. And frankly, we build some teams oftentimes where you've got... Um, a mentor and a younger mentee. Younger advisors, educated and CFP and all those things, but they're also with a um, matched up with a highly seasoned advisor, just like you would in law and accounting and other professional services. Uh, to join Allworth's Money Matters, this is Allworth's Money Matters. Our contact number is 833-99-WORTH. And we're talking with Michael. Michael, you're with Allworth's Money Matters. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're pretty well. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing fine. I guess I'm a, a result of the a coronavirus victim. Anyway, um, I've been employed with this company 30-plus years. I've been really blessed with it. Uh, so they were terminating that position but they're a good company to work for, and I'm going to be working part-time for them about 16 hours a week. And By your choice or their choice? Uh, both. Okay. Uh, because they're going to pay me the same amount per hour. Okay. Anyway, so it'll be a little income. I, I, was, I, I turned 65 in September, so I wasn't really planning on retiring early but so i need some sort of supplemental income along with social security okay and how much anyway, are, how much will you be earning um and are you 65 or 65 in some months and the uh, reason i asked no i won't be 65 until september okay so you're not applying for social security yet yeah i already did Okay, so we sh we should talk about uh, the earning limitations on. Uh, yeah, if you looked into that, it's like yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I talked to them already. So, I, 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 my according to them, I uh, I'll start getting the benefits in July. Under uh, understand, but the the issue there is it's about eighteen grand a year, I think, isn't it? Yeah. So, how yeah. much are you going to earn at your job working sixteen hours a week? Uh, probably about you know, about. Thirty dollars an hour. Okay, so thirty dollars an hour. At sixteen hours, I'm looking it's at a, yeah, yeah. So you're it's too high. You shouldn't be taking. Right, so I, understand. I, I understand, no, but I don't. No, you're gonna. You're, 
you're going to lose some Social Security benefits because you're over the wage limit of what they withhold until you're a full retirement right. age. So you probably should not have applied for Social Security. Yeah, you can't. If you earn more than $18,240. Which at 16 during- hours a week at, at, at uh, $30 an hour, which is $480 a week, so we'll call it five, you're going to earn approximately right. $26,000 a year, which is $8,000 over the limit, which means that for every right. dollar you get in Social Security benefit over that eighteen thousand two hundred, yeah. you're going to lose fifty percent of the Social Security benefit. Is there? Do you have some savings that you can use to supplement and you defer your Social Security to no. your normal retirement age? No, I don't. Okay, so you need to. So I know you didn't call for this question. You need to suspend those Social Security benefits until your full retirement. But he age. says he didn't have any savings to sub. Oh. Do you have any money in a 401k or Roth IRA or? Well, that, I, yeah, I have some in that. How much do you have in that? Uh, I, I, I could be eligible with the uh, with the Corona thing for a hundred thousand. I've got a hundred fifty. No, but, but you're over right age. Now. You're over age fifty nine and a half, which means that that, that money's completely liquid. So the Corona thing doesn't really Correct. apply to you. How much money do you have in your One hundred fifty gram. So, um, I know you didn't call for this. But you need to suspend that Social Security. Uh, Otherwise, they're gonna you're gonna have to pay some of it back the following year, until your full retirement right. age. And your full retirement age is probably sixty six something. Sixty six. It's November next year. Okay. Yeah. So you, you need to suspend that Social Security. Well, actually, he could begin. There's this what's called the special monthly rule, um, and but that would be next, next year, year. January of <clears throat> next year. If you suspend until January of next year, because you can earn more, um, no, it still it still applies, Scott, because it's the special monthly rule. He'll still seven hundred dollars over the limit on a monthly basis. Yeah, no, but the year in which you reach your full retirement age, you can take more that year. Uh, but they do it by month, so they break it down to twelve months. Um, so you're best suspending your Social Security benefit until your full retirement age and living off the dollars in the IRA. Pat, the, the year in which you he can earn up next year, he can earn almost fifty thousand dollars. It's that year. It's the old oh, limits that it, they applied. Got it, got it. Yeah. So you don't want you don't want to start your Social Security till January. January. You really can't. You don't want to start until January. So just call them and suspend that. Okay. Anyway, so you had a question for us before we went on this track, because well, just... I mean, it kind of covers it. You know, okay. uh, I know what to do. I know what to do with my IRA. Okay. So thank you. In, and, yeah, we, and so in that uh, IRA, this thing you should have it allocated approximately fifty to sixty percent in stocks, and the That's rest conservative, in yeah. And the rest in bonds. How much money do you plan on drawing once you receive Social Security? Do you plan on drawing off the IRA on a uh, annual or monthly basis? Well, I was I was planning to pay off some debt. How much? About eighty thousand. Don't you don't want to do it all in one calendar calendar year? Yeah. You need to talk with the you. You need a financial advisor. Yeah. Not I, not one that's going to sell you an annuity or actually even some good planning. You just need some the good tax, planning because that you're going to if you're not careful on your taxes. The way the, the tax situation is very progressive and it's graduated. So if you took out eighty grand all at once, or they'll say, well, withhold twenty percent federals. If you took out a hundred grand, that's going to be like you had another hundred thousand dollars of income added on to your other income for two thousand and twenty. And you'll have to take over a hundred to actually pay off eighty thousand dollars in debt. What kind of debt is it? Uh, it's mostly credit card. Okay, and do you own a home? Uh, yes. And is it paid for, or do you owe a mortgage on it? No, we still like a uh, hundred thousand on that. And uh, how old is your spouse? She's sixty-five. Have you considered a reverse mortgage? Yeah, I was going to go exactly there. Uh, no, I haven't. All right, so there's lots of there's lots of things that need to be addressed, Michael, before you yank any dollars out of that 401k. Yes, there's and there's a lot of planning issues that, and unfortunately, you're, you know, your things are pretty tight for you financially. I get that at this stage, but you still need the the, the some good planning in here. You've got some other options that you need to consider. So. Um, which yeah, strongly if, if I were if I were sitting in an office with you an advisor with you and your spouse we would go through the debt we'd decide how to do it we'd look at the equity you look the at home. all the options you we'd have look at when you start social security what is, is your uh, spouse still work like Pat you got I, yeah. I watched I uh Michael does your spouse still work 
No, she's uh, drawing a pension from a state pension. And does she have money in a 401k or 457? Uh, she's got some sort of uh, yeah, annuity. Okay, you need you. you so yeah, the right kind of planning. Things might actually be pretty good. Yeah, they might but, be all right. But you don't want to just yank eighty grand out to pull off that debt. It'll clobber your income. I've seen it. I've been doing this long enough. I've seen it. I've seen people come back later with like they're just shell shocked what their tax bill is going to be, and they can't believe it. Yeah. And sometimes they don't even have enough money left in their retirement accounts to cover their tax bill, and it puts and, them in a... And so uh, a reverse mortgage may... But that all works in the plan. It may or may not be. I don't know. It's kind of a, one of those things sometimes you want to... You're a little young for that, in my opinion, but um, something to, to look at. So uh, also on, on Social Security, if you're under age uh, 66, you're allowed... It's about 18000 a year. The year in which you reach your full retirement age... You can earn about forty-eight thousand a year. Once you reach your normal retirement age, you can earn as much as you want. And that's wages. called the special monthly rule. No, that's a that's a different thing. That's oh. the, the year in which your normal retirement age. I'm anyway, gonna, I'm going to go with you. We're, we're taking a quick break. We'll be back more. This is uh, Scott Hanson, Pat McLean, All Worth Money Matters. Can't get enough of All Worth's Money Matters? Visit AllWorthFinancial.com/radio. To listen to the Money Matters podcast. Welcome back to All Worth's Money Matters. Scott Hansen. Pat McLean. Glad you're taking some time to join us on our program. Uh, and I it's hope it's helpful you, for you. I hope you're staying safe psychologically, physically. I don't it's, think much has been dealt with the psychological. It's very much, it's, we have one thing we're focused on. Yeah. This is gonna the this the 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 backside of this uh, will stay with us for years and years and years. Um, I, I, it's very it's it's uh, it's a little challenging to. What I might say privately to someone, a family member, uh, might be different than what I'll state on the air and radio. And 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 and, and it's not because I don't want to be honest or totally transparent with people. It's just, I understand, I respect other people's opinions on things. And so on some areas, I just kind of keep my opinion to myself and I want to make sure I'm a great financial advisor to people and they trust me and take my advice. And so opinions that really are real irrelevant to that sort of a relationship. Yes. I kind of keep to myself. Yeah. But what, let's, you know, my concern though, my greatest concern with all this, I'd be real transparent is uh, what this will do to the global poor. Oh, it's, it's awful. And how many lives will be lost due to starvation? Because the, the, the whole supply chain is getting disrupted. Yeah, and it won't. It it and it. It's not going to be a. I think more. They, I, I think more will end up passing away through young people will pass away through starvation. Globally, and, yeah, it's not a, in the it, U.S. I mean, this the same thing that's happening in the U.S. is happening worldwide. I've been to a lot of. I've been to a lot of very poor countries. And sometimes you see these uh, women there with their with their uh, fruit cart, uh, selling their fruit cart, and everyone. I was in India, and the guy was telling me they, they, these women don't even they, they don't even own their cart. Yeah, they they, they have to rent it. Rent it's them. almost slaves slave labor. Yeah. They rent them, and every day they the guy comes to collect his piece twelve of the, cents or fifteen right. cents or. And so when you can't have your fruit cart out there selling, yeah, where does that lead you? Well. And I've been to several countries in Africa, and I've been to lots of different places and poor it's, countries. Um, it's and it's um, that's it, very, it'll be interesting. very, very, very concerning for me. Anyway, I have no control over that. What we can, what we can, we can is answer your uh, <laughs> questions right. on finances, and we can do the best job we can on financial planning. What when one thing we do know, this will pass. There'll be many companies that will do uh, some industries that'll do extremely well during this. Many companies that will simply survive during the season, some industries that will probably never recover or well, it will take so long to recover. So and there will be new uh, companies, new products, new that come about. things that we can't even think about right now. So one of the things that, you know, I don't think people like us pay enough attention to, financial guys, is the cost of borrowing, the cost of capital on the companies that are actually being hit hardest. Restaurant chains, cruise lines, entertainment, anything that requires you to actually go out into the world and consume it uh, that typically involve experiences, 
They're yeah. right? you're not consuming them at home. You actually have to leave your house. The cost of capital on these uh, businesses is going to go up. No question. Right? Why? Well, the the business is much more risky. The businesses are much more risky. I mean, there was that the flack that Ruth's Chris took that money for when the Shake Shack took money. You can't go to Ruth's Chris. Would you if Mrs. Ruth called you and said, "Would you loan me some money?" You would say, say not, "Not sure when you're not yeah, open." Ch- I don't know how I many will, people. If I will, when and there's going to be the social distancing. When's it going to be before you're profitable again? Yes. Yeah, that's just one example. So it's interesting times. We will get through this, and if you've got the right kind of financial planning and the right kind of balanced portfolio, you will do fine through this. If you're taking income on your portfolio, you should always have three, five, six, seven years in non-risky assets. Yeah, that you can draw upon so you're not forced to sell any stocks right now. Yeah. That's the right kind of planning you need. And if you don't have that and you're taking income, I wouldn't wait. Ignoring your portfolio until things to recover is not a great strategy. If you have a good financial advisor, you don't have to worry about it. But if you're doing it yourself, you better do it yourself. Yes. It is a strategy. It's just not a good one. That's true. Buying lottery tickets is a strategy for retirement planning as well. It's just not a good one. I, I, that whole world of lottery tickets, I, I don't know anything about. And when my father was in the hospital this last uh, December, November, December, across the street was a donut shop. I don't eat a lot of donuts, but when my dad's in the hospital, I was eating a lot of donuts. Okay. <laughs> my sister's and I would I go to get donuts. I see you at a donut shop. I'm loving them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where are you going with My this? My point is, they, this donut shop sold more lottery tickets. This was in a, ten, a harbor city, which is right by the Los Angeles Harbor, kind of a rougher neighborhood with the Kaiser. And um, I watched people come in, in and out, and they would buy 5, 10, 25, 50 lottery tickets at a time and sit there at the tables scratching them. Really? And they weren't buying, they weren't there for the donuts, they were there for the lottery tickets. There's a whole... I don't know anything about it. If you're listening, like, of course, Scott, don't you? I just, I, well, they're horrible investments. It's a voluntary tax. Yeah. But there's a whole, I mean, it was an interesting subculture that, um, the lottery tickets. Did you ever buy one in my life? No, at the donut no. shop. For what? I don't know. I'll spend a buck on a donut. I'm not going to spend a buck on a lottery ticket. Okay. At least I can get the sugar and sugar <laughs> rush and a headache about half an hour later with the donut. And end up the same place. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> regretting, I'm regretting my purchase. <laughs> All right, 833-99-WORTH. We're going to talk with Mark. Mark, you're with All Worth Money Matters. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you, Mark. I think what I have a really is a simple question, but I can't find it on Google. I'm trying to figure out what or actually how long I have to do a direct rollover on a 401k from a, a job termination. When you say direct, what do you mean by direct? Uh, moving it um, to another 401k or an IRA. So here's where it gets caught, and here's why you say you're having trouble finding it. It's the terminology, right? So okay. you and you you intertwine two different techniques in there um, inadvertently, right? So, yeah, you use the word direct yeah, but just fine, and roll Which over. is why you're calling. You're trying to get some some clarity on this stuff. So, right, because Google's confusing me. Yeah, and it's because well, it's kind of it's kind of like if I were to uh, start doing some self diagnosis of a medical issue, and I don't understand the terminology all the time, and doesn't it's not always that helpful. But okay. a direct transfer, not it, a direct rollover. You use the word direct rollover. A direct transfer oh, okay. is when you've got your four hundred one k, and you instruct either the four hundred one typically the four hundred one k plan. Sometimes it's the receiving place. You instruct to say, hey, take my cash, my retirement savings, and move it over to this other place. Move it to this IRA. Move it to my new employer. That's a, it's called a transfer. You can do that shortly after termination from your employer. You can do that six months later. You can do that five years later. You can do your it spouse never. can do it at your death. You can okay. do it never. So they won't do anything with that as, unless we tell them to. That's correct. Unless it's less than five grand or twenty five. And then they actually the they'll uh, notify you if it's a small amount, and if you don't do anything, they'll just send you. I don't. A check. I mean, it's up to the employer, but I don't know of any employer plans that kick people out. Sometimes okay. at age seventy, because the required minimum. Or now it's seventy two, but at the required minimum distribution level. How old are you, Mark? Uh, Fifty six. 
Okay, what was confusing so me was I kept reading in there the 60-day rule. Uh, well, okay, the 60 so days, but first, this. And let's, then let's talk about your age and whether you should or shouldn't. So a rollover, and this really comes back from 20-plus years ago. And the reason nobody does, oh, it's really rare to do a rollover. And a rollover is where they send you the check made payable to Mark, checks made payable to Mark, you put it in your, you either endorse the check over to somewhere else or you deposit the money into your own account and then you write a check. I remember in, in when I first started in the industry, I remember in the early 90s, I remember that exact thing. People would get their retirement check from their employer. They, they weren't doing transfers then. They were sending okay. it directly to Mark. Mark would then take it, deposit it, have to wait a few days for the check to clear, write a new check and it put it into their IRA. But- but then they started withholding the taxes on that, a 20%. And, and which didn't make it possible. But back then you had right. 60 days to decide where the money went, okay? Now, okay. today, technically, you still have a, you can still tell your retirement plan, send the check to me, payable to me. They're now required to hold taxes, so it's going to be really problematic if you did this. But you could receive the dollars. You would have 60 days then to go put the money into a new 401k plan or into an IRA. But almost nobody does that. So how much money you is— You don't want to do that. You direct transfer 99% of the time. How much money is in the 401k? Uh, just over 400 Okay. And when did you separate from service? Two months ago. Okay. So the, here's— Was the, this a planned thing or are you a— um, It's a plan. It's a, okay, um, okay. a, a target date fund. No no, 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 no. Was your termination planned at 56 from this company, or did you lose your oh, job? Oh, no, no, no. This is uh, work, working at another company now. Oh, okay. Right, so here's the rules. So, so if you're listening to this, you're not going to hear this uh, from a lot of advisors. You just don't hear it very often. If you're over the age of 55 when you separate from service, that 401k has no penalties on it if, if you take a withdrawal. <clears throat> So normally, if you took a withdrawal, there'd be 10% federal penalty, and every state has a has either does or doesn't have an additional penalty. In the state of California, it's two and a half percent. But if you're over age 55 when you separate from service, there's no penalty on taking the money out. So you could go in there today and say, "Send me fifty thousand dollars." They're going to withhold the 20%. Uh, but at the end of the year, you file your tax returns and you're going to pay tax on that as ordinary income. You take that money and you take it out of the 401k and you move it to an IRA. It no longer applies. Then it's a 10% penalty until you're 59 and a half. So it may make sense for you to actually keep the money in the yeah. 401k if you think you're going to oh. need it between now and age 59 and a half what or a portion of. What if we rolled that over into the current employer's 401k? It, the, the, the rules then uh, don't uh, – <clears throat> there, there are penalties taking the money out of the 401k. Okay, okay. Same as putting it in an IRA. That's right. Okay. So, but now in, that's in a normal world. Right now in this world, you could take $100,000 out and you could pay taxes over um, the, the next three years. So – if or you, leave some so, money in that old employer's plan. So if you were sitting down in one of our offices with a financial advisor um, in our office, we'd have this discussion about whether you thought or you were Or a Zoom gonna, call like we're doing now. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, if, we would have if you're the, having a virtual meeting. We would have this discussion about how much liquid cash you had outside of your 401k. Do you think you're going to need this money? And if you do think you're going to need this money, we might leave a hundred or hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the four hundred one k and roll the difference into an IRA and invest it. Okay, no, I definitely want to uh, transfer it all. You but don't think you're going to? You have a lot of liquid cash outside of IRAs. Then. For now, yes, and an emergency fund. Okay, Good. perfect. So then so. it makes sense. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, my concern was being in the market. I was taking my time trying to figure out what to do with it. Well, it's in the market now, is it not? Yes, it still is. Yes. Yes. But in the target date fund. So I was just trying to. Well, so the problem with the target date fund, especially in this environment, is that it doesn't actually pay any attention to what the market's doing. It only pays attention to your age. 
So it's becoming increasingly more conservative the older you get, which, by the way, may make sense. But right now, uh, you couldn't get me to sell equities into this market. Yeah. Right? So it might be better off. It might be better transferring it to a new employer if you know how to build the uh, proper allocation for yourself and do it outside of a target date fund. Furthermore, when you let's say when you eventually go to retire, it's it's preferable to have money in in a variety of different accounts, funds within the same account. So you can draw upon, say, money market or a bond without or if touching the the equities or you use that time to rebalance the portfolio, which is if equities are up. You want to actually sell equities into a high market, and you want to sell bonds into what we believe to be a low market, but you're rebalancing the portfolio on a continual basis. So at our firm, we run our portfolios through a screen once a week to make sure that they're in balance or close to balance. Okay. Right? So in a target date fund, you don't have that opportunity. It just looks at your age and re cast the portfolio based on your age so four hundred thousand dollars in a target date fund that's a lot of money in a target date fund not not not, you wouldn't find if it was forty thousand or four thousand target dates perfect yeah four hundred you can build a better portfolio um without using a target target date fund so anyway mark hope this was helpful for you and wish you well and pretty interesting time and gets a new job right at uh right before all the lockdown I think we've hired some, we've hired new employees in the midst of this. And it's kind of we've what We've never sh- met them. No, <laughs> no, of course. I don't think I've done a Zoom call with them either. No, I have not met them. I saw an email that we hired like three. Must be a challenge to onboard during this time. I mean, you think about your when you start a new a new job somewhere, the first day showing up, yeah, it's always like, weird, meeting people, and you're trying to figure out your way around here. And then How these, do you do that? And <laughs> How these do you guys are your bedroom. Sh- they're showing up in their bathroom and slippers. All right, <laughs> uh, let's continue on here uh, to join Allworth's 833-99-WORTH. We're talking with Ray. Ray, you're with Allworth's Money Matters. Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call. I uh, do appreciate it. Thank you. Um I turned 61 this past October. I've been retired since um, 2010, uh, retired out of a a a building trades union. Um, I have about 350,000 in a 401, they call it a 401A. And um, I've almost decided to take uh, Social Security uh, this year for age 62. Um, pretty much decided. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Ray, are you single or married? Married. And what's your pension? My pension, uh, the deal I made with, um, with the union was, um, I'd get 67000 a year. And when I pass away, my wife will get that, uh, intact. The same amount, full amount. Same amount. And does oh. your wife work outside of the home? She she had, but she's not going to go back to work right now. She's um, uh, on out on disability. She gets about five hundred and eighty dollars every two weeks from um, her employer's uh, um, disability um, insurance okay. company. Got it. And we're almost on the verge of settling that. So it's um, I doubt if she goes back to work. She's. Um, She's fifty-seven right now. And do you have? A, is there any cost of living adjustment on your pension, or is it sixty-seven thousand when you retired? It's it's fixed until I until I re- finally retired. I I do have a little time, part-time job because there was only so many times you could paint the house, you know. <laughs> your house kept kept getting larger and larger, <laughs> and the room smaller and smaller <laughs> inside and out. Um, yeah. Do you have any other assets other than this three hundred fifty thousand dollars? Uh, oh, she has a 401k, 100000 there, and um, we own our, our own house. Um, Is there a mortgage on that's it? that's about it. No, no mortgage. Boy, you've done well. You, you I, retired. I, you I, retired. I wouldn't call myself wealthy by no means, at, at least not living in San Jose. I, I, take, I, take, but, I, I take Social Security early. Why, Scott? Uh, he, here's why. My, I'm just – I always try to – whenever I'm talking to someone on the – whether it's someone I'm talking to on the radio or someone in my office, I try to think them. Let's assume that this person's my family. So you're my brother. 
Your wife's got some sort of disability. Um, you're 61. I've, I've had enough people that I've known that have had these great retirement plans. We need to make sure that you've, you're set if you live till 90, but you might not. But he looks right. pretty. He'll look pretty good. You've got a great pension coming in. You've got no mortgage. My thought is, take the Social Security now. And spend it? If at age 85, you still are alive at age 85, and thought, well, from a Social Security standpoint, you could have waited and maximized your benefit that way. Take a reverse mortgage yeah. to give you more income at age 85, if that's the case. So You've I, got a pension yeah, that's going to continue to your wife if you die young. I have no um, need to take money out of the 401A that I have or... Or hers as well. That's right. That's just right. Just planning on passing it off to the kids. Well, that's right. Because yeah, I, I live pretty pretty well, just well, comfortable, uh, just what I have now. And on, I expect to get another uh, pension from um, the International Union that when I turn 65. It's about in line with uh, Social Security. So I think I'm doing okay. I think you're doing great. Uh, you know, so I didn't quite, I didn't quite agree with Scott at uh, sixty-two though, because I probably would have split the difference. But okay. I understand your argument. Uh-huh. I understand Scott's argument, which is, look, you're fine. Why not spend it? Why not enjoy yeah. it? You've got this. Gear. I mean, every year, every year you wait, or every month you wait, the check's larger, but it's another month that you don't have the check. So you need right. to live to a certain age before it is There's even a break, break even. even. If you wait till age seventy to take Social Security and you die at your sixty-nine and sixty-nine years old, then it was it was nothing. You didn't get anything from Social Security. Yeah, uh, I guess the caveat is uh, um, I I am diabetic and I'm starting oh, to feel the okay of that. even more so even more so. If you don't, yeah. if take you it at think 62. there's a chance that you don't have a normal life expectancy, take it early or. That you're going to have some physical disabilities that's going to prevent you from doing things with, that would require money, like travel, like visiting the kids and the grandkids. Yeah. Even yeah. more so. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting a nail in it. I'm going to take it. Yeah, take it take at it. 62. And go enjoy it. Yeah. And don't bring yeah. that dog anywhere in public. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a little one. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Exactly the reason it shouldn't be out in public. All right, Pat, I want to talk um, a little bit about Airbnb. And there was a... We were renting a... We were supposed to go to uh, Wyoming and rented an Airbnb house. Um, and I said to my wife, we need to cancel this. We may not be going in June to Wyoming. We were going to go to Yellowstone. Um and she's like, well, what happens if we decide to go? I'm like, well, listen, the Airbnbs will be plentiful in June and the prices will drop significantly. Yes. I talked to someone um, this week who they're taking their family to Costa Rica. Okay. This, I think July. They're still planning on it. They had bought their tickets before. Okay. For, for like 900 bucks each way, a round trip. And she called and got a, the price repriced to like three hundred. They just she just called and said yes because <laughs> yeah that's a new policy. <laughs> wow. So by the way, if you've got something planned, you might want to talk to your airline. Or uh, the, if you own airline stocks, my apologies for. Or if you've got a uh, if you rented a hotel or anything, you might want to just call the hotel and say, hey, can you reprice this? I mean, here's what you know. Sometimes you hear people talk about the. the Greedy business people or greedy people or whatever. But this is how, so this is your own personal economics we're talking about. Nobody seems to have a problem with maximizing your personal economics. Well, I mean, Scott, that's what's good for the individual may not necessarily be good for the whole and vice versa. Yeah. So Airbnb, Airbnb, there are people that are like these super hosts with Airbnb. Which they own six, eight, ten properties. And they operate just like many hotels, if you will, with diverse properties all over a geography or multiple geographies. There are some uh, families that this is the business that they decided to go into. Not only were owning properties, renting apartments. A we work, if you will. Yes, right? <laughs> so they would go and rent a bunch of apartments. For 
$4,000 a month and then charge $300 a day uh, if you stayed in that apartment. So you think you do the math, 30 days, $4,000 a month. If I rent it for $300 a night or $400 a night, I'm going to essentially double. Now, I had no, I, frankly, I had no idea that this sort of industry existed. You want to talk about, uh, I don't know how you get more <laughs> risky. <laughs> I mean, uh, to, to rent long term and then sh- and, uh, to rent from someone else long term and then rent out short term. So what happened to these people? Oh, some of them are. And I mean, they're, they're in it's I mean, think about this. Think about it. if you went out and bought a couple homes with mortgages, with the whole plan of using Airbnb, what happens to you right now? You, your neighbors hate you. Well, beforehand. Now you've got no rents coming in. You've got the mortgage payments due. And there's no one there. And you're paying property tax, insurance, but there's no tenants. It's, it's a, it's and got, who, who knows it's, how long it's, it's a ho- the same as the hotel. It's a hotel model. It's a hotel model at a, a small scale. So but these, it just got me thinking again about risk, debt, per, personal lines, personal guarantees, and debt. Those are the two things that can take you out. And if you've already been taken out through this, you've learned your lesson. For the rest of you, and maybe you've been in an industry that's been spared from this, still have some consideration on take a good look. Debt, and if you're having any personal guarantees for something. And a personal guarantee says... You're going to pay something for a period of time. Right, you're guaranteeing something. So that's about all the time we have. Uh, By the way, we are doing a recording of our calls on Friday, May 15th from 10 to 12.30. So, and how would um, you sign up for that? I don't know. <laughs> you would go to our website. No, call, just call 833-99-WORTH. But uh, if you go to our website, allworthfinancial.com, you can receive our weekly newsletter, and uh, it will be uh, posted there as well. Yeah, and also, um, we just, um, Pat and I did this last week, our Money Matters Brief. It's a Zoom video thing that we do that we talked about um some things about the current recovery and the recession uh and the the impact of the latest cares act and you can find that at allworthfinancial.com and we also have a we've done a bunch of new resources uh we've got one that's uh unexpected employment change so if you've been laid off furloughed or forced to retire uh, we've got a number of resources uh guides uh videos and stuff to help you navigate through it because it's not an easy time for many of us and um uh it's it's we're trying to help as much as we can. So enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week. This has been Allworth's Money Matters. This program has been brought to you by Allworth Financial, a registered investment advisory firm. Any ideas presented during this program are not intended to provide specific financial advice. You should consult your own financial advisor, tax consultant, or estate planning attorney to conduct your own due diligence.